Hello, and welcome to EmateCast. My name is Sam, and I'll be your host for today's episode. As many of you might be aware, March marks a special time for medical students everywhere, as it's the pinnacle of years of blood, sweat, and step examinations called The Match. In today's episode, we're going to take another look at The Match with a deep dive into statistical trends provided by the NRMP and the AAMC. This will be continuing on a series of podcasts we've done in the past on both the path to emergency medicine and rotation advice. Starting back in September of 2015 with episode number 10, we sat down with Dr. Nicole DiOrio, an emergency medicine doc and advisor from OHSU, who gives some really succinct advice about the medical school path to emergency medicine. For episodes 35 and a half, we talked to a seasoned emergency medicine clerkship coordinator about how to perform well in rotations. Episodes 23 and 25 and a half look into VSAS and OAs, while episode 34, we look at the AAMC standardized video interview. Swing on by emakecast.com or check out the show notes to link to these episodes. EMRA.org also has many tools and information about the match process as well as the AMC standardized videos. Okay, so the match statistics are pretty fun for me, maybe not for everyone, but for the sake of radio, I'm going to round off the actual numbers to keep things a little bit more manageable. So let's start looking into this. So looking more globally, emergency medicine continues to be a popular specialty, coming in as the fourth most popular track for U.S. seniors after internal medicine, which is at number one, followed by pediatrics and family medicine. Also, for prior graduates of U.S. allopathic schools that either switch specialties or apply for a prelim year, emergency medicine remains a popular choice, placing fifth after anesthesia, family medicine, internal medicine, and surgery. There were 66 such people in the 2018 data set. Our friends at DO schools also pursue emergency medicine, with EM placing the third most popular after internal medicine and family med. With the DO program integration, DOs are applying much more to emergency medicine than in the past, recently displacing pediatrics as the third most common specialty. Emergency medicine also offers the fourth highest number of positions available in the match at around 3,000 positions. Internal medicine is the dominant beast with nearly 8,000 offerings, followed by family medicine with around 3,500 and pediatrics at 3,000. Another notable trend from 2018 was a higher percentage of U.S. seniors ranking only a single specialty in the match. Emergency medicine joined orthopedics, OB-GYN, PEDS, and gen surge in this trend. For emergency medicine, around 80% of applicants only ranked emergency medicine positions. That is to say that they did not dual apply. For these people that only ranked a single program, 5% did not match, which is identical to the average for U.S. seniors for all specialties. For the curious, we also looked at the U.S. senior non-match rate for other specialties as a comparison. Again, these are for applicants that only ranked a single specialty, which is around 77% of all of the U.S. applicants. Psych actually led the way with almost 14% of applicants failing to match, followed by the usual suspects of orthopedics, derm, plastics, OB-GYN, and neurosurgery, with around 10-13% to for each of those failing to match. Pediatrics was the lowest at 0.8%. Emergency medicine first started participating in the match in 1983, and they've been adding positions at a steady clip since then, except for the single year of 1999. In 2019, emergency medicine offered about 2,500 positions to a total of 3,000 total applicants through 238 programs. That's 210 more positions and 18 more programs than last year, which constitutes about the 7% growth we've seen from year to year, which has been steady. This number is best reflected in a ratio of 
of number of positions per applicant, which currently stands at 0.82. It's been pretty steady for the past 13 years. And that is to say that there are fewer positions available than there are applicants going for those positions. The percentage of U.S. seniors filling emergency medicine slots continues a trend and is actually the lowest ever at 65% in 2019, a 5% drop from last year. On its surface, this last point seems a little bit frightening, but when we dive a little bit deeper in the data, we see that the number of U.S. seniors applying and successfully matching into emergency medicine has actually remained steady at about 95% match rate. The change really reflects a percent that's being filled by non-U.S. seniors and is having kind of a dilutional effect as more positions are offered and more non-U.S. seniors are filling the gap. So this raises the next question. Is emergency medicine becoming more competitive? Well, it really depends on how you look at it. First, we'll look at whether the number of applicants for the space available has really changed. Since 2006, which is the first year match data is publicly available, there were about 1,300 positions available and about 0.85 slots per applicant, which includes all applicants in addition to U.S. seniors. That number really hasn't changed. It dipped to a low of about 0.8 in 2011 and most recently 0.82 in 2019. So the ratio of applicants to positions really hasn't budged in almost a decade and a half. However, from the program director's point of view, it might actually feel like emergency medicine is becoming more competitive. The number of applicants has not changed, but the number of applications each applicant is submitting to ERAS is exploding. The available data from ERAS is a little more limited, but from what we can see, between 2014 and 2018, U.S. senior applicants steadily rose from about 35 applications per applicant on average to 50, that's 5-0 in 2018. That's a 36% increase, or it's the equivalent of about four more applications per applicant for each successive year, which has been on steady increase. We can also see that the number of applications received per program is rising in sync. The average program received 800 applications back in 2014, and that number has jumped to 930 applications in 2018, or about a 16% increase that correlates well. So programs need to rank around six people per position offered to make sure they actually fill all of their positions. This has been a pretty steady number for the last 20 or so years. According to the 2018 program director survey, the average program had 11 positions that they needed to fill and they received over 900 applications for those 11 positions. These 940 were filtered down to about 200 invites to come and interview with around 150 interviews hosted and about 5% of interviewees actually being unranked by any one program. Obviously, a lot of filtering has become the norm and approximately 30% of applicants are rejected based on some kind of standardized screening process used by program directors. Emergency medicine is a bit of an outlier in that it's been a little more holistic as far as its view of applicants with Step 1 scores, but Step 1 scores remain an easy filtering metric for any program. So Step 1 scores, this has a trend, and it's difficult to summarize because the distribution is very wide, with over half of people uh, just above passing scores successfully matching and a few applicants above a 250 actually failing to match. That said, 2018 finally showed a slowing in the Step 1 arms race with nearly identical matching numbers for given scores back in from the 2016 data. The greater trends in Step 1 are a bit more dismal as both the average Step 1 score has risen, the average step scores for both successful matches and non-matches into emergency medicine has increased in lockstep. The raw averages for Step 1 scores 
for the most recent data we have available was a 233 for matched applicants and a 220 for unmatched applicants. But we're going to take a deeper dive into this. Due to the increasing average, it's not really a surprise that the scores at the lower end of the curve have shown a decline in successful matches. At the top end, we can see that anything above a 211 actually has around a 90% chance of matching or better. At the bottom, the step one curve, the trends are a bit more dramatic. A score between passing, which is around 180 or so, uh, and 200, had over a 80% chance of matching back in 2006 all the way up and through until about 2011. But from 2014 to now, the average has actually dropped to essentially 50% successful match rate. Similarly, for scores between a 201 and a 210, they previously had around an 80% match rate and are now starting to slip to around 75%. In an attempt to curb the application superstorm, the AAMC has started to publish a very handy chart that attempts to quantify the point of diminishing returns as part of their, quote, Apply Smart program. They divide the total number of applicants into three tertiles for step one cutoffs that contain identical number of applicants and identify the point at which additional applications do not appear to increase the odds that an individual applicant will match. For emergency medicine, their suggested cutoff for a step one score less than 218 was to apply to 29 programs. A step one above 219, but lower than 235, would see decline after about 24 applications, and those with a 235 or better may only need to apply to 19 programs to hit the point of diminishing returns. If you remember our early statistics, we found that the average applicant applied to 50 programs. It's worth noting that in my discussions with advisors, they're actually recommending applying to well over double the number that the AMC is currently putting out. There's been another new addition to the program director survey data, and that now includes interview season. The season starts September 15th when ERAS applications are released to programs and concludes February 20th when rank lists by applicants and programs are due, and the results are published, of course, in March 15th for match day. The vast majority, or around 60% of interviews, are offered during October, 20% during November, and just a trickle of 8 and 4% in December and January. The actual interviews were mostly conducted from November and December, with around 20% in January. I want to talk briefly about the couples match, as the fees and the applicant strategies have recently changed. Couples matching is a complex process because of the haphazard way that the couples match has been integrated into the main residency match. In brief, couples have to submit a rank order list of equal length. They can select no match as an option for one person, but in order for a match to be successful, both people must match at programs at the same rank order position on their combined lists. Due to the constraint of being required to match on the same line of the rank list, previous couples matchers would allegedly create rank order lists generated by spreadsheets that would be thousands of line items long to cover as many possible permutations of acceptable match sets as possible. 2018 saw the first limit on the length for couples match permutations to 700, and in 2019 it was further dropped to no more than 300 items. Fees for both ERAS and the NRMP match are on a sliding scale. There's no data available for EM-specific couples matches, but in 2018, 93% matched as a couple successfully, 6% only had one individual match, the other was eligible to enter the SOAP process, and just over 1% of couples failed to match both individuals. The couple's match rates have been steady for the past 15 years. 
The NRMP match fees are separate from the ERAS fees. An applicant that applies only to emergency medicine and follows the recommended 30 applications from the AMC for the apply smart program we mentioned earlier would spend a total of $504 for the privilege of applying and ranking, not including travel expenses. That would include $419 for ERAS and an $85 fee for the match people. For a hypothetical couples match, let's assume a doubling of the recommended applications to 60, resulting in 20 programs to be ranked and maxing out the permutation rank order list to 300. A couple would spend $3,618 in total for both people. That would include about $1,200 for ERAS and $610 for the match service for a total of $1,809 for each person, again, not including travel expenses. It's worth noting that there's no ceiling effect for these fee schedules. For the sake of argument, an emergency medicine applicant that chooses to apply to all 238 programs would be assessed $5,827 in application fees through ERAS. And assuming they somehow managed to rank all 238 programs, they'd be charged an additional $6,775 for the match, with a grand total of $12,602 for the privilege of just applying. An applicant that went the EMS or bust approach, that is to say, someone that felt worried that they were going to match and applied to every program with the intent of only ranking 15 to 20, would spend about $6,000 on applications in a more realistic rank list. I left this soap match, also known as the scramble for last, because it's such a downer. All the travel and worry meant spent just to do it all over again. I think we all know people that have been in this position, and it's truly heartbreaking. 2017 saw a complete fill of emergency medicine with no positions available for soap, and about 1,100 positions available for soap applicants in total. 2018 saw a small improvement of about 10 positions available in emergency medicine for the SOAP round, again for about 1,100 applicant slots in total. 2019 data isn't available yet, but from reliable sources, we feel pretty confident that there were around 15 emergency medicine slots available into the SOAP match. For U.S. seniors, about 12% will be eligible to participate in the match, and this can be for a variety of reasons, including a non-full match or a partial where an applicant only matched to prelim year, categorical, but not both. About 5% of U.S. seniors did not match at all from 2018, and that's been a pretty stable rate since the 1990s. It's also worth noting that matches accomplished in the SOAP are considered successful matches by most institutions. So when you hear the 100% match headline, keep this in mind. Okay, so that was a ton of data I just threw at you. So let's recap. Emergency medicine continues to be popular, being the fifth most common specialty both offered in positions and applications. The ratio of applicants and positions offered hasn't really changed in the last 15 years. We saw that U.S. seniors make up a lower proportion of matches, but have not really changed in their 95% successful match. And the change is really due to a stagnant application process by U.S. seniors while more positions open up. Emergency medicine feels like it's becoming more competitive due to more applicants applying more broadly and, and gently rising step scores, but a few other metrics give very little compelling evidence for a more competitive field. The AMC has attempted to quantify the point of diminishing returns for applicants in emergency medicine to around 30 for most people. Interview season is broad, with many interviews still being conducted in January. ERAS and NRP fees have increased, especially affecting the couples match. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you again next month. 
Thanks again for listening to EmaCast. This is Sam, signing off.